1: I dreamed that I worked out really hard with weights, and when I woke up, I was sore. Sounds more like a nightmare. I
0: just discovered chicken and waffle chips are a thing. Just because you can, doesn't mean you should.
1: Sometimes I look at my dog, and I just can't believe how cute he is. It's borderline distracting.
0: (laughs) Nothing woos me more into opening a fixed interest loan like the soothing sounds of death metal. Yeah, have such a good day.
1: welcome back to have such a good day in the show that wants absurdly <laughs> to do just that. We want it so bad. We're here every week. Yes, we are.
0: <laughs> we are. And we love absurdity. I mean, that kind of humor can be so wonderful, but also so confusing. How's everybody doing? Are you hanging in there? Yeah. Do we see a
1: glimmer of hope out there, Sarah? I, I, I see some glimmers. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I, I mean, in our show, by the way, I'm Sarah. That's Heather. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Same. moi. Uh, uh, yes, and uh, that's so weird. I now remember another part of my dream where, like, I was like a really good French speaker, which I'm not. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Dreams are weird. Uh, no one cares about my dreams. I will. I'll stop there. Well,
0: actually, I do care. I, I had a very interesting dream. In a sentence, I was at a pool party slash work convention. It was the weirdest scene, <laughs> and I was very confused and anxious. Like, wait, I have to work, and I was in like partial like bathing garb attire and like work garb. And I was very confused about my outfit. I mean, it was clearly an anxiety dream. Totally. Yeah. We really, really hope that everyone is experiencing some little bit of happiness, even if it's just like your morning coffee.
1: Indeed. Which I'm having as we, as we record this very show, (laughs) uh, because it's early. (laughs) It's it's early for us. Uh, it might be any time of day for you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, thanks for joining us you know, I don't know, clocks. Right. But, uh, but yes, I'm having, I'm having my morning coffee. I'm doing this thing. I think I've probably talked about it on the show before where I add like a couple, um, dips of cinnamon into the coffee and really like it. It's Mm. not a replacement for sugar because I don't like sugary coffee anyway, Mm, but it just gives me, I really like cinnamon. Mm. I I would put cinnamon on just kind of anything that could take it. But, uh, Only thing about it is, is when you first, you put the cinnamon in first, then you pour the coffee and then I do my milk last and then I stir everything together and it feels like that helps the cinnamon dissipate the most in that order. But even a few minutes later, you kind of have to stir it again. Mm. It just wants to sort of come to the top. It is interesting. Cinnamon is interesting like that. Yeah. It's like dusty. Very, it's very (laughs) dusty. And it's good, but like, you know, my cup is all kind of, you know, it looks like cinnamon all over Dirt. it afterwards, you know, you're, you're like, <laughs> that was just like such a, a very, very dirty cup of coffee.
0: Wouldn't that be neat for you if you like stumbled upon a desert that was all cinnamon?
1: Kinda. <laughs> and you could just yeah. Roll around in the cinnamon desert. It's funny. My mom has been, I think I probably talk about my overnight oats so much, meaning like, like actual I was like oats that you, that you soak. <laughs> yeah. Not Otis the dog. Oats that you eat. But uh, I am I just love steel cut oats. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once a week or however often, you know, I make a big batch and put it in the fridge. It kind of has to sit there for like a day at the minimum. Mm-hmm. And then it starts getting soft. But, you know, you put cinnamon and blueberries, a little yogurt in there. Mm. And then when you're ready to eat it, you add a little bit more milk, maybe a little bit more cinnamon, whatever. And I, I was telling my mom about it and she was like, yeah, I, sh- I I'm like, just, ha- it's such a nice thing to have in your fridge. It's breakfast is just right there. You know, but do you heat it up? I don't know. Okay. I just, I eat it cold. It's kind of almost muesli like, yeah. And she, I had asked her, she said, oh yeah, I've been, you know, eating the oatmeal. And I was like, do you like it? And she was like, eh, it's kind of boring. And I'm like, is it? I don't think you're <laughs> flavoring it with enough cinnamon because it's really good. And like, I don't even add, I mean, besides the, sugar that would be in like blueberries and raspberries. Mm -hmm. I don't add honey or brown sugar or anything. I I feel like it's adequately not like a, Dessert, but mm-hmm. it's a kind of a sweet little breakfast. Sure,
0: yeah. I mean, it's oats. It's a, there is a little bit of a sweetness to to the actual oats themselves. Ah, uh, they're a delight. They're a delight. I feel like you're either a cinnamon person or you're not.
1: Yes, I know some cinnamon haters. In fact,
0: I might be. I, I'm not a hater. Okay, I I can <laughs> I like cinnamon in certain things, but it has to be certain things, like like a certain kind of cookie that calls for cinnamon, like you know, maybe a oatmeal. Mm raisin cookie. Yeah. And I like it in like, I think it's in like Mexican mochas and like some of those Mm -hmm. types of things, but cinnamon is a little tough for me. I don't, I don't like it as much as
1: you. That's interesting. That's okay. Yeah. I mean, sure. (laughs) Variety is the spice of life, Heather. Get it? Spices. (laughs) I do like umami. Yeah, me too. Umami is my fave. Yeah. I, I can't go too hard on sodium stuff, Mm. uh, because- when something's over salted, it's just, it's done. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can't do this. But uh, that's also because I, I know myself and I'm like, okay, in 12 hours from now, I will have a giant moon face because whenever I take in too much sodium, it's like just straight to the cheeks. I love this. Like back in the day, it used to be like, I, I can't, hit the whiskey too
0: hard. And now it's like, I can't
1: hit the salt too hard. It's like so depressing. I really, I know. I'm like, you know, (laughs) you need to make your overnight oats in a specific way, mom. Yeah. I'm like whiskey. I don't even know what that tastes like anymore. Like who even drinks whiskey? Oh God. What's happening to us? I know. So I don't know how your week has been Heather, but my, my actual week wasn't really anything to write home about in one way or another. Until yesterday. Mm-hmm. oh Yeah. So I woke up uh, – you know, I wake up early. And I had about an hour where, you know, I made coffee. And I'm sort of puttering around on the computer. And, and, uh, and the power goes out. And I'm like, hmm, well, that's weird. I mean, we've had a, quite a bit of rain here lately. But it wasn't raining at the time. And the schedule didn't call for it. <laughs> the forecast rather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have not scheduled rain yet. Uh, but, you know, it was sort of a – Early morning, and I'm kind of like, hmm, all right, well, I'll just give it some time. Mm-hmm. And I was mostly happy where I'm like, at least my coffee has already been made. You know, yeah. I have something hot that I can deal with for a while. And the at pool, least you got that. Yeah, the pool technician comes um, once a week, and so he came. We're kind of chatting. And at one point, he was like, oh, shit, I was going to do something in the pool house. You know, um, he had something that he had to to investigate. He's like, oh, powers out though. Hmm. I can't do that today. Shoot. I was really planning to do that. And I was like, yeah, I don't even really know what you're doing half the time, but yeah, sorry. And at that point I was like, and you know, what would be nice right now is if our generator worked, because then we would be able to do all the pool things that you wanted to do. And I'm, the generator is this, and I know you have generators on your property as well, Heather, but for anybody who's not familiar, uh, we, uh, my property that I live on, is uh runs the the all the power and heat and everything runs on propane so there's a big propane tank yep and then if the power goes out there's a generator and it's Mm -hmm. it's quite a hefty generator and the whole idea and i've seen it work before when i first moved in power goes out a couple seconds go by and then and the generator is kind of kind of loud but everything comes back on Mm -hmm. now at my place and I know it's different depending on where you live but the the sucky thing is that when the power goes out the internet obviously goes out when mm-hmm. the generator kicks back on you don't get your internet back because it's all it's it's property focused right it's like yeah. an intranet mm-hmm. so so but you still have heat and lights you can open your fridge you know mm-hmm. and 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 do all the like things the like there's there's a lot of stuff that is still really beneficial to having the generator. And of course the pool thing I never would have thought of, but Jake, that's the pool guy's name, uh, was like, oh shit, I was going to do that today because we're getting guests next week. And so he's kind of, mm-hmm. he's kind of getting ready for the season. And I was like, yeah, sure, generator. yeah, I got to call the generator people, whatever, <laughs> you know, and, and it's not really my job. It's the, you know, the, the, the job of the, you know, the people who own the place that I live in. But I do help out a lot. And obviously, I, I help out a lot with the Airbnb stuff. So I'm like, you know, they've been handling it. Let me just call them. Yeah. So anyway, I, you know, again, this is early in the morning. So I'm like, I'm mildly inconvenienced, but it's not a big deal. Sure. And about an hour goes by and I'm like, ugh, you know, I'm just trying to watch it. You know, a watched pot never boils. Right. Like the, <laughs> the, And it's starting to get, I mean, I run the heat. I, I don't run it like high, but I run the heat even, you know, when I'm sleeping overnight mm-hmm. because my house has no insulation. So it's yeah. like you turn the heat off, it's gonna be the temperature of the air outside real quick. <laughs> so you gotta just have it kind of going. And so it's it's great. And when I wake up in the morning, it's toasty and when it works, it works fine. So I'm sitting in the house and I'm like, ooh, it's like <laughs> getting cold quick. So I took Otis out to the park where we go most mornings anyway. And I have service there. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, so the power outage is like, it's not one of these rolling things where the whole neighborhood's out. It's Mm -hmm. like somebody hit a pole or who knows. And the problem is, is because I don't have internet and I don't have cell service at home, when something like this happens, and it does occasionally, I have to drive like 10 miles in order to get service in order to do anything about it. That means like, you know, giving you, Heather, a heads up, like, hey, I can't do the show. The power's yeah. out. And I'm, like, far from home now, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm on my phone. And, you know, it's just it's just like a nightmare. So I had given, you know, the appropriate people who I work with, you know, a heads up that this was happening. But, again, I'm, like, standing in a field. My dog's running around, you know? And I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to call the generator people, you know? Like, why not? I'm here, right? And <laughs> so I call them. And they're like, "Oh, um, well, you have like fifteen hundred dollars in unpaid invoices, so we oh. can't even service you." And I'm like, "You motherfucker!" Okay, <laughs> you know, I didn't say that,
0: but no, <laughs> yeah,
1: but I was like, "Interesting." Okay, I- I'm so sorry it's about not that.
0: Broken? It's not broken. It's an invoice thing. Okay. Hmm. It,
1: well, it is broken, but it's like, <laughs> but the the generator needs to be serviced. The yeah. problem is, is that. Since the last time it was serviced, which was sometime in 2020, the company had decided we're cut off because we don't pay our bills. Mm-hmm. You know, again, this is not something that I pay personally, but, you know, I <laughs> would have been on it a lot sooner had I known, you know. So there was a lot of like back and forth with, you know, who needs to know about this? And I'm just livid, right? And, you know, because I'm just like, I just, this is why it's better to just do everything yourself. <laughs> it's so right? true. You know, yeah. because it's like, it was, honestly, like for six months, I feel like I just didn't know this. And it was just this like lingering issue that did not have to be an issue. So, (laughs) so I'm mad. I go back home, uh, and I'll I'll try not to make the story too long because it does get to a point where I work myself up into a frenzy. I go (laughs) back home, power's still out. You know, at this point it's like, "Mm," you know, 9 30 AM, like I got stuff to do. You know, I have to make a move kind of, you know, like, do I pack up my podcasting equipment, mm-hmm. go to my mom's house, do the show from there. I've done that before, not this show, but DTNS, which is my daily mm-hmm. show. And it's, you know, it, I don't love doing that. Cause I like to be home, you know, with my stuff, but it, but it can be done. And so I'm like, all right, wait on it a little longer. You know, like it, the power is going to come back on any second and then it'll just be fine. You know, mm-hmm. And I'm cold, you know, I have like sweaters wrapped around my head and stuff. And I finally i am like, all right, just do it. You know, pack up your stuff, go to your mom's. It's fine. Of course, my mom knows nothing about this because I can't call her because now I'm back at home with no power. But that's oh, yeah. okay. I mean, I can roll up. She doesn't need like a lot of lead time. But I'm like, mm-hmm. I hope she's home. I mean, hmm. um, and as I'm leaving, I go down my driveway and there's a gate at the bottom and it it opens side to side. It, mm-hmm. it you know you get close enough it opens it doesn't open yeah of course not but no i'd already been out i'd already gone to the oh. park once because it has a battery thing like it doesn't mm. run on the power because you know it's sort of like a fire hazard right like mm-hmm. you'd be trapped yeah however i was i was trapped and i'm like <laughs> huh okay and my driveway is kind of steep so by the time you're at the bottom it's like it would be a Bitch, to like reverse back up. I've never yeah. done it. I'm can be done. But like, I was like, Oh, shoot. Now I'm really in a pickle here. And the gate will be squirrely, like if a branch falls, and it somehow gets in the way, even if you can't see it sort of in this sort of woodsy area when the gate is fully open where no one really goes. That has happened before. So I'm like, all right, you no, know, of course, I got my dog in the back seat. I'm like getting out of the car, the driveway is somewhat narrow, you know, and there's like concrete on both sides. So I like, squeeze out, you know, and I'm like, all right, let's figure this thing out. Something's in the way. Something's, you know, that must be it. Can't find anything. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I'm like, oh, wow, this is actually scary because I'm stuck in here. There's no other way. I mean, you can walk out from another couple of gates, but you can't Mm -hmm. drive out. That's the only way in and out. And I was like, huh, that's bad. I mean, it's bad, like, because, like, what if there was really an emergency? It wasn't just the power of being out. But also, what I would have to do, you know, and I'm thinking about this. I'm like, okay, I get, you know, me and Otis are now on foot. I got my backpack full of gear. I need to walk far enough so my phone gets service again.
0: Oh, my God, Sarah.
1: So, like, that might be, like, a mile. I mean, who knows? I didn't really know what was going on. And that would only get me to the point where, like, I call my mom to come get me or an Uber or something like that. And I was like, this is not right. And like, I was so like weirded out about leaving my car kind of right down by the gate. Anyway, I'm Mm -hmm. like, this is just bizarre. You know, I'm like, I don't think I can leave. I have to like figure this out. And so I spent the rest of the day, eventually the gate did open. Um, There's like an emergency like pin that you can pull. Mm -hmm. It's like a, like a, I don't know. It's like a parachute emergency thing. Um, (laughs) and that will open it, which is like how the fire department would also open it if Mm -hmm. like people were stuck or something like that. Um, but that it's not intuitive at all. And, um, it's a very long story. Uh, but, uh, by the time, I mean, I, I had to like take the day off of everything. I didn't do anything. Yeah. And, um, by, by about like, evening time I was like okay I can like get in and out uh power is still out by the way power has never come back on Shit. and I'm like I mean it's just I mean I don't even know power anymore right and I was just kind of mad <laughs> yeah. like I had stuff in the fridge and I don't want to open the fridge because you're yeah. trying to you know keep keep everything cool in there because there's no power so I eventually went to my mom's and just was like again like I'd sort of show up and she's like hi like she's eating dinner like hi what what's up you know and I'm like today was the worst mom like do you have any more like pasta (laughs) you just and and grab the cinnamon while you're at it yeah just help me out you know and so we kind of and I kind of chilled I unravel like I unraveled my my immense upset attitude you know I kind of just like I felt it melt away and I was like everything's fine I'll just stay here tonight you know it's Mm -hmm. fine and then, of course, at like 8.30, I get a text from uh, the landlord saying he can tell that the internet is back, mm. so I'm, like, safe to go back. So I did. I ended up sleeping in my own bed, and there was heat, and I woke up, and there is still power uh, here. But, uh, yeah, it was such a bummer. And the thing is, is like, it's, it's like, this just happens, right? Oh, it yeah. totally happens, but it was the sequence of events. Mm-hmm. It was kind of the way the day just started to get worse and worse. And it started so early. It started with the pool guy being like, oh, I was going to do something in the pool house today that's kind of important. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, the generator should work. And then it's like, no one's paid any generator bills. Total snowball. Yeah. Yeah, And then it's like, power's still out. Can't get out of my own house. I'm stuck. I'm a nomad. I'm going to just like walk to my death somewhere (laughs) with my dog and like a knapsack full of podcasting equipment, you know? Girl so. found right. It's so funny because when I was a kid, we lived in the country as well, and the power went out during the winter. And you know, there's mm-hmm. no internet back in the day, so like you just sit there in the dark, you light a candle. And <laughs> and I remember though, like because everybody had landlines, you know, you have phone on the wall, you know, kind of thing, and the phone would always work. And you know what you do is like you just like call PG&E over and over and over until you get through and say like, hey, power's out. Mm -hmm. And it's always busy because everyone else is calling. It's like, that was just the way that it was. And I don't remember, I mean, I'm sure it was like super sucky sometimes, but I don't remember it ever being this thing where you're just like, life is over now, you know, (laughs) you kind of just deal with it. And yesterday I was like, I had a moment where I'm like, I literally cannot do anything except sit quietly and like, look at the wall. Light a candle, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it was daytime. So, I mean, you know, until I went to my mom's, it's like, it wasn't really a light thing that was an issue, but it was like, I mean, my computer still had a lot of battery because I had charged Uh it, but I can't do anything on it no, because everything's internet-based. I was like, should I like... I don't know, like open up some stuff in Photoshop and like try to be creative (laughs) right now. But I wasn't in the mood. You know, I'm like, I don't want to do that. stupid. I mean, it's
0: like a great time to write a short story about this whole thing. But like, are you going to do it? No. No. Well, it's really funny. Um, we kind of live the same life sometimes, Sarah. It's amazing. It was actually a fine week. I was very productive and it was it was better than last week. At the end of last week, a similar thing happened to me. I, I've been so busy that a lot of my work has bled into the weekend. And so I, I really need the internet and I really need to be on the computer. I mean, I have a lot of stuff to get through that's like really deadline driven and it's tax season, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. The the week was just like, I think I went to bed at like nine o'clock on Friday night. I was so tired from just mentally exhausted. And then I had planned, I had mapped out my whole weekend that I was going to carve out some time to like kick it, you know, maybe catch up on some Netflix, but like, you know, get through some of this work that I had to do online. Mm -hmm. But I woke up and there was no hot water. Um it took me a while to it's kind of like your story where it took me a while to realize it cuz it's yeah. like oh, that's weird like i was going to do the dishes and, the, oh, and then i checked the bathroom and, and it took me a while to realize oh shit you know i, I didn't even know if our hot water heater was shared with it, one of the rentals so i had to like go in the back of the house right thankfully my my gardener came by because we were going to go for a walk and she kind of trimmed back this tree cuz it was like really hard to find the water heater. and We realized it was like, you know, there was all this water everywhere. It wasn't the water heater itself. It was like a pipe, but still I was out of water for two to three days because it was Saturday morning Mm, and my workman was on it, but like he couldn't find the right part on the weekend. So we had to like wait till Monday. So I literally did not have hot water all weekend, but I was grateful because we have we had a vacation rental that was open all week because we're doing um, renovations. So I was able to take a shower in there and kind of hang out in there. But also our internet went out. Mm. We take it for granted and we kind of freak out because we're so used to the internet. We're so used to our you know, creature comforts. But I'm telling you, I had to really change my tune. I, I So I sat down, I wrote on a sticky note, all the things that I want to do to take care of that have nothing to do with electricity or mm. hot water or anything, <laughs>
1: that, you know, I mean, talk about like putting a positive spin. I That's really great. was. I yeah. was being constructive and I,
0: I was just like, okay, when all tech fails, okay, what can I do to be productive and feel like and and like, you know, incorporate some relaxing. Cause I really needed to relax. I was just like kind of maxed out. So non internetty things. I came up with a list and I ended up going outside and I took all these really fun macro photos of all the daffodils because they're like everywhere. It's so awesome. I hung some art, um, which I never want to do because it's a pain in the ass. Um, I went for like a casual amble, um, which <laughs> I don't ever do because I'm always kind of just like, oh my God, I have to do stuff. And I'm like moving really fast. And and I really stopped thinking about my to-do list for a second. I really am chained to my to-do list. Like I look at it all the time because I have to remember so many things. And I I feel like I'm like a prisoner to it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I realized too, I wanted so badly to take a hot shower because it was so cold. It's been in the thirties. It's snowing not far from here. And, you know, I, I just thought, you know what, just lean into feeling a little dirty for a few more hours. It's, you know, no big deal. Just, just deal with it you know, and I made a homemade card that ended up taking me so long for a friend who just had surgery. Um, and I used a lot of glitter. <laughs> it was quite an explosion. I mean, whoever has time for that? I mean, I can't remember the last time I spent, I mean, I must have spent like, God, three to five hours on that thing, like over the course of the weekend. Wow. And And I will explain, it's a very large Poop emoji um, with heart eyes and it's like covered in glitter. It's I call it my disco poop. And um <laughs> it was really fun to make. And I, I don't think she's gotten it yet. It's it's in the mail, but I think she, it'll make her smile. Well, so. hopefully
1: she's not listening or a
0: surprise. Oh, I know. Seriously, <laughs> probably not. But we, you know, here's the thing. I think we're we're really on a similar page here. We get so comfortable and take these things for granted. And this is just a friendly reminder that there are things that don't involve technology and hot showers that you know, it sort of switches your thinking mm-hmm. and there's plenty to do in life that has nothing that has nothing to do with the internet or Netflix. So that's the lesson that I learned, Sarah.
1: I dig it. i I love that you did that and just were, were, <laughs> because because there was a point yesterday, you know, mm-hmm. where I was like, I'm gonna lose it. I'm <laughs> going to lose it. you know, mm-hmm. i was I was sort of mad at the world, you know, yeah. and it's like none of this stuff, well, okay, like there are certain communication things that maybe should have happened better, right? Mm-hmm. But like, it just was beyond my control. Sure. The whole day just, it's just sucked. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, and I don't like letting people down either, mm-hmm. you know, and it's its difficult to explain to people sometimes, Where you know, when you're like in the middle of something where you're like, there's no hot water, I, I'm not going to be there on time. Like, Yeah. Ah. Or, you know, like- me sitting in my house being like, I'm most comfortable here, but mm-hmm. it's, like, really cold, and I have no way to, like, call anybody. Yeah. You know, that it's just, like, helpless. and then, like, not being able to drive anywhere it was just, like, what is happening? And then it, it almost seems like
0: such an excuse, too, because, like, the dog ate my homework. It's, like, really, Sarah? this happened, but
1: you're like, no, it did. I swear. Exactly. Well, and it's like, you know, for work purposes, like other people have to scramble when something like that happens. It's not like they're just like, Oh, okay. We don't care if you're here or not. It's like, no, it matters. It like affects, Like it's a ripple effect. And you know, so then I, you know, and that's when that's usually the time where I'm like, I'm going to lose it Mm -hmm. because I am frustrated, but I also hate feeling like I've put other people out Mm -hmm. I hate that feeling. I'm conflict-averse, mm. yeah, you in the biggest way, you know. And and that that kind of stuff where I'm like, I mean, I probably, I don't know. I mean, by the end, by the end of the day, Heather, uh, <laughs> I I I don't know. I I just let it all go, and it all ended up okay, right? Yeah, of it course. was just, it was just a one of those days. Oh, cool! I just got a notice from my the. Well, it's not my smart thermostat, uh, but it's the smart thermostat that's in the house that gets rented. Mm-hmm. No one's in there right now, but it was there might be a problem with your HVAC.
0: Oh, great.
1: Literally, like because I'm I'm able to monitor it remotely. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Which is actually a really great way to know oh, if the, power, so great. the powers on or not, right? But, uh, yeah, that's not a notification I really needed to see right this goddamn second. Great.
0: Now you've got, like, an HVAC nightmare coming your way. Oh, so and just, I mean, you my,
1: know. the HVAC in my unit uh, – You already that, had a
0: nightmare with that. That was
1: – oh, my gosh. It was really – You've had I mean, quite a
0: few random doozies since you've lived there. But, you know, I don't know if it's because of we're in the country. I always think that life think is more a complicated of it.
1: I also – it's funny. I am um, – I was doing some weeding. In fact, I always think Ooh. of you when I do that now, you oh. know. I'm like, you no, know, I don't have like good gloves, and so I'm like, oh, it's hurting my hands. Like, okay, why I'm going to just get good gloves. gloves. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'll just get them myself. You don't have to get them for me. I'm just I'm just lazy and I'm like, I'll just maybe it won't hurt this time. But but uh I was, you know, there's lots of things around this property and it is well maintained. I mean, there's a landscaping crew. Yeah. There's a pool technician. Um, you know, when something breaks you call somebody and they like I mean there's Mm -hmm. there's a whole you know there's a whole crew but I realize how much something can go to heck real quick (laughs) and it's funny because the (laughs) people who owned this property before the current owners you know who are my friends and where I rent my place from Mm -hmm. they I I came to see the house for the first time when they were still here they had sold Mm -hmm the house to to my friends but they were kind of you know slowly moving out and i had to look at the our apartment that i was you know maybe going to move into because i'm like i got to see it i just mm-hmm. got to see it before i say yes you know you just you just have yeah. to kind of be like okay i could live here i'm you know you have to feel it out yeah exactly like photos are great but mm-hmm. you know i've never really been able to pull the trigger on something that feels so so part of your you know this is where you're going to be can you cook in this kitchen you know yeah. are you going to you know is that beautiful window view going to be your new spot you know that all that stuff sure. so so we had come and it was right at the end of it's a couple of years ago now but it was sort of like at the end of the summer and it was beautiful you know and everything's you know in bloom there's roses and the trees and the redwoods and it's like wow mm-hmm. this is really nice mm-hmm. but you could tell that the yard was meticulously maintained yeah. in a great way but mm-hmm. like I mean, who's doing that? You know, I'm kind of looking around like, I mean, I can water some plants here and there. Like my indoor plants are great, but like I'm not... It's another level. Yeah. And I have seen, not that the house has gone to hell or anything. It's, I mean, it's still great. And also we're kind of in the end of winter where things still sort of look dead and they're going to be great, you know, you just got to give it some time. But uh, I definitely see where... When you neglect that corner, it's not just going to make itself work.
0: No. And when you start working on it, I mean, there's something so satisfying about like cleaning up uh, like an area. And I get a little OCD about it because I'm like, oh my God, there's certain areas right now in front of my house that I really need to weed and cut back. And, but I will say there's something that I always channel when I think about when I look around and especially in winter and I see all the dead flowers and I'm like, ah, oh, it kind of bums me out. I just want to. Cut them off and you're supposed to deadhead them anyway. But my dad told me last year that I had mentioned I'm worried about the winter because the summer up here too is summer, spring, fall is so beautiful. There's so many things blooming. There's so many colors. It's just magical. It's like a Disney movie. And my dad said, You know, you'll learn to appreciate every single month has new things and even the dead stuff, you'll learn to appreciate that phase. You know, it Mm -hmm. all changes. And he, but the way he said it was so, you know, clearly he had come to terms with dead flowers, you know what I mean? And it was just a cool thing. So I'm really trying to embrace all the different uh, kind of stages of the year. I'm trying. I mean, I prefer spring and summer and fall, but you know.
1: I hear you. I I, and I'm the same way. I mean, there are a lot of, especially like redwoods, it's like they just look the same all year. Like, it's not like, oh, wow, there's no leaves around me. Yeah. There, <laughs> I mean, it's just, there. you know, there's a lot of evergreen whatevers uh, yeah. that that are surrounded. But there are also, I have a few favorite trees. Mm-hmm. And there's this one tree that's just like, it's just like a this like weird spine right now. <laughs> and it's like, I remember when it lost all its leaves when i had first moved in cuz i moved in kind of right before the winter yeah i remember being like dang i mean I've got some dead trees around here mm-hmm. you know i mean it just they just look i know that that's the winter look but i don't really like that look it just feels like death to me yes me and too. and kind of like that feeling where you kind of look at the branches and you're like are you going to bloom again i mean you really seem so dead but they do
0: Oh, they do. Even if they they're do. really dry. And I mean, there's some stuff that I'm really impressed with nature where it's like that thing is dead. Like right, dead is right. a doornail. It's dry. It's brittle. Yeah. And the I even have- are coming up, but no, it comes back. It's insane. It's it so is. cool.
1: And it, and there's the, the one tree, my, my favorite tree, it blooms late and it loses its leaves early. Yes. So it's like, I don't know, kind of a shitty tree, but it's <laughs> so pretty. <laughs> When yeah. it's when it's doing its thing. It is such a pretty tree. I actually don't know the kind of tree. I'm gonna have to use one of my apps to to mm-hmm. identify it. But yeah, one of my neighbors who lives on the other side of the fence from me and we're friendly, you know, we see each other every so often. There's a tree where he I was walking by his house and you know, we ran into each other and he was like, Do you want me to cause the, it's kind of his view? Yeah, sort of towards the west. He was like, Do you want me to take out that dead tree? And I was like, Oh, it's not dead. It's not dead. <laughs> I I know I I know. And he was like, I don't know, sir. It seems pretty dead. And I'm like, you just watch. You just yeah. watch. It's gonna come out and it's gonna be the best little tree you ever saw for a couple no, of months. It's so, it's so
0: true. I had my gardener sometimes can be impulsive and just she'll clean stuff out and, and, and everything. And I have these a lot of um uh, broccolini plants. Mm-hmm. And broccoli grows a lot in the winter, it's kind of impressive. It's uh it's definitely something that grows year-round and Um, she pulled a bunch of them that were kind of flat. They were flowering. And a lot of times when things flower, you want to pull them and then you, you plant new starters and you start over. Um, But they continue to produce. I mean, they'll produce overnight. Like I will eat all the broccolini off of like one little bushel. And then like in a few days, there'll be more. And I was like, Oh God, I saw this pile of all my broccolini plants. And I was like, but no, it's so true. There's there's these trees called dogwoods, and a lot of people oh, that yeah. stay in our Airbnbs, we have a bunch of them in between the two Airbnbs. We have a
1: dogwood tree on the property. It's lovely.
0: What does it does it bloom pink or white? Because there's there's a white. couple of different yeah, ours are white too. And I mean, it's totally dead them, right now,
1: but it's getting the buds where I'm yep. like, Yes. I buds. know. And a lot of
0: people ask about them because they go, Is that a lychee tree? Because what's interesting about a dogwood is when it blooms, I mean, they are phenomenal. It's like, whoa.
1: They're so pretty. Um, they're so yeah. pretty.
0: And they have these flowers. And, but when they, when the flowers die, these red balls kind of pop up and they look like lychees. They have like little, you know, they look like little, um, asteroids, you know, they have the little bumps on them and they're yeah. red. I yeah. always get people emailing me about it. They're like, what is that interesting tree? You know? And it's, it's so funny. Um, but yeah, <laughs> oh, no, the nature is, I mean, honestly, I could, I kind of can't imagine not living in nature now. I mean, it really is neat to be part of it, like more part of it than sure. Like I I loved LA flora and I enjoyed it, but not like this, like, this is like, you're entrenched in it, you know?
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, it's setting the tone for everything. And I miss, I was talking to a friend who wants to buy a place in Joshua tree, like everybody else these days and was sending me a couple of photos, like, Oh, this is cool. Kind of prefab stuff, but like cool. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I mean, an agricultural nightmare. I mean, look at that yard. I mean, sure, you like plant some desert landscape and, yeah. you know, but you like, you need to like think about irrigation. Oh, yeah. And, and it just, to me, I'm just like, as much as I love the desert and I love, yeah. you know, we talked about this last week, you know, I love the, the, um, like how like intense it can be yeah. especially you know in the LA basin anyone who's been there it's like i mean it's really beautiful mm-hmm. uh but it it requires maintenance and it's yeah it's just different it's than dry. it's <laughs> it's, yeah, hella it's just dry. It's, it's just really different it's a different thing um in good ways and bad ways but uh speaking of uh seasons and the whole thing by the time you're listening to this we will have crossed over into daylight saving time <laughs> not everybody in the entire world which is over but uh most everyone in the US except like a few counties you know in and Hawaii also um don't but most most of us are kind of used to this time change thing and it's just my favorite time of year because mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're like whoa it's like 7:30 p.m. and <laughs> i can like take a walk it's light mm-hmm. outside and the you know it coincides with the weather getting warmer so at 7:30 p.m. you might be like in shorts and want to take a walk outside, kind That's of thing. It's yeah. It's it's my favorite time of the year, and I am I'm always needling people online because when it changes to standard time, which is by the way, it used to be kind of like half and half, and standard time has has started to happen later and later in the year, and mm-hmm. daylight saving time now happens earlier in the year. Right? It used to be like. Not until sometime in April, I know. as As I recall, you the know, the whole thing I was is always very confusing.
0: I know it's a whole pet peeve of yours.
1: Whole thing's very confusing, <laughs> but the the thing that trips up people the most because a lot of people they don't like besides getting that extra hour of sleep, uh-huh. they don't like falling back, yeah. which means you go back into standard time because it's like, oh crap! Now at five p.m. it's like dark outside, like, yeah, what are we all going to do? Worst. Just like go to bed, um, and you <laughs> get a little bit more light in the morning, but like, eh, still, you just have less light. Mm-hmm. You know, overall. Again, depends on where you live on the globe, but uh, you know what I mean. And uh, and everyone says, ah, I hate daylight savings, it's just dark all the time. And I'm like, No, you hate standard time. You hate standard time. <laughs> I love daylight this savings is what you like. This is what we want, where the daylight is saved. <laughs> you save it, you have more. So anyway, this is like it's just like <laughs> It's my Christmas. I'm like, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Everything's so light. It's so great. We're gonna do things late. Yeah.
0: I know. I love it. Um, my boyfriend is is counting the days. I'm not even kidding. The other day, he goes, "You know what today is? It's a we're a week away. You know from mm. it being light at night and we can play badminton again and go for walks. And you know, it's funny though. I've gotten so used to watching movies around seven ish, seven thirty. We'll watch a movie. If, if we can get through it, because <laughs> I've been going to bed at like 9.30 these days. Um, but hopefully that'll change with the light. You know, I'm thinking like we'll do more active things in the evening and then we'll go to bed a little bit later. But um, I am definitely in that like cozy... Thing where I, I, you know, it gets dark and then we get cozy on the couch and we watch a good movie. And so I'm gonna have to like readapt to this new thing. I'm, I'm totally pumped, and this is one of my favorite times of, of year too. Let's rejoice!
1: Let's rejoice! Yeah, uh, you know, hopefully it'll it'll be the best <laughs> week ever, and we'll you know come come back around next week and be like, here's why it was the best week ever. But yeah, <laughs> I, I really do. It's it's not even that. Like I'm like, oh, I really want to take a walk at night. I mean, it's not just about that. But there is like this like carefree feeling that I have when dusk is sort of settling, mm-hmm. but it's kind of late, yeah. And you, and you feel like wow, the day was really full, uh-huh. and I'm still sort of out and about and. I'm not driving in the dark if I'm doing errands or whatever. Like it's yeah. like such a mood thing for me.
0: It is. And it does such a it, mood. The the days are so short in the winter. They feel like it feels like time is just like accelerated in the winter. But like, yeah, you're right. With the with the days feel longer because it's lighter later, and you get this impression that like you had a fuller day. Like I'm it makes me crazy how quickly the days feel. Like I'm just like always brushing my teeth. Like, what did you do then? Uh,
1: you know, it's right, like, I thought, oh, didn't I just do this? Well, yes, this that's how it feels. Yeah. yeah, no, I hear you. I'm rebelling
0: against the brushing my teeth twice a day. I do floss every day, though, so I have good hygiene.
1: Uh, well, I'm happy to hear that, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, and the person who kisses you is probably yeah. like, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually, I mean, not to like, I mean, get too into dental work, but I'm due to go to the dentist. Mm-hmm. It's been a year. I mean, mm-hmm. I. I know what it was. I looked at my calendar the other day and I'm like, eh. And the funny thing is, is that the last time I was there, and this is all like we we've now come full circle, right? Mm-hmm. Where COVID, we're we're now a full year from when we oh, all yeah. started to get used to COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, and like in a really big way where it's like, oh, mask up, don't shake hands, all yeah. the things. And I had gone to the dentist just before, like right this, you know, today mm-hmm. and last year. And it was okay i mean you could go in like nobody was wearing masks yeah. yet but i remember thinking like oh, i better get this in you know yeah. cuz life is getting a little bit weird and i did and at the time I got fitted for a night guard Mm because I grind at night, you know, and they're like, yeah, you're, you know, you can see like the wear and tear on some of your molars. Like this is, I've had a night guard in the past. I don't know what happened to it. So I, so I, you know, paid for, and they have to take a mold, which is like this gross thing that you have to bite into. It's horrible. (laughs) And then they like send it away and then they, you know, get it a week later and that all happened. And I paid for it pretty penny by the way. And by the time that they got it, everything was shut down so it was like I couldn't go there they wouldn't even like deliver it to you or well they weren't gonna deliver it it to me no god no but but I mean I probably could have figured out a way to like you know have somebody hand it off like outside in the parking lot or whatever but I was kind of like eh whatever let's just like wait a month you know life will kind of spring back and we'll be fine and that just didn't happen. I still don't have that damn bag. Oh my god, are you serious? I'm serious. And you must be st- grinding like crazy. I probably am. I don't <laughs> know. Every time I go they're like, "You really should wear a night guard." I'm like, "I know." <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. I actually got my teeth cleaned yesterday. Oh. Um and I actually have a, a small chip in the front of my tooth that I noticed the other day just out of the blue. I didn't know when I chipped it, but I think it's the same thing. I'm grinding and my teeth are moving and so they're like rubbing against mm-hmm. each other, but I had a really good experience. They have it dialed. Like I swear that place, cause I went six months ago to the same place and they were dialed even back then, you know, like they are just like on it. They're on time. They have all their hand sanitizer and their take your temperature and they're just quick. And yeah. it was a great experience. I was like in and out of there. My hygienist looked like, looked and sounded like Kristen Bell. It was totally funny <laughs> and it was a great experience. I'm, I'm like, I'm good to go.
1: Well, isn't that nice for you, Heather? <laughs> no, it's fine. I'll do it. I, I, I'm not even like a, you know, some people are like kind of de- dentist phobes. Yeah, where they're like, oh my oh, god, am. and I'm really not. I mean, it's not my favorite thing to do, but I'm. Yeah, you know, I always feel better afterwards. I'm like, yeah. eh, it's not gonna kill me. And that said, I was. I had some dental work done last year and like, I feel like they kind of need to like revisit some of it, mm-hmm. but I've also just kind of gotten used to everything. Like, I mean, again, yeah. like my teeth aren't falling out of my face. Definitely <laughs> bought, I bought the night guard. Like, I need the night guard. Uh-huh. That's, that's a thing that I paid for. It should be mine. Sh- and I should have should been be- wearing it. <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, well, it's, it's funny. It's, time.
0: it's time. it is time. I, I always brag about, I have one, uh, Crown in my mouth. It's over twenty years old, and I got it in Paris. And I'm always like, "This crown is over twenty years old," and the, the dentist is always like, "Wow, that's incredible! You got it in France? Like, it's my my little. It's like very your, funny. It's so like
1: your I mean, fun conversation. Well, starter. it just goes to
0: show you, like, it's a good crown. I mean, it's it's lasted forever. I mean, knock on wood. I I don't want to jinx myself. Anyways, I thought that I would talk a little bit about some stuff that I think is on all your uh, guys' and gals' minds. Um, we did get an email from a Jean-Francois. He has a really cool last name, but I, I won't mention it just to keep it kind of chill. <laughs> but he wrote us a really n- nice, thorough, long email. I love this. I, I just I get like really excited when we get these things in, in our inbox, but I wanted to kind of unpack it a little bit because I, I think that a lot of you are going to relate to this, including you, Sarah. He says, hi, Heather and Sarah. You asked this week about how our lives have changed in the past year. One thing I notice is that I now have a hard time doing difficult or long-winded tasks. When lockdowns were imposed and everything got closed, we started to have to juggle with two kids while trying to do our jobs full-time. That meant we had to learn how to be flexible with everything. I had to manage my schedule very tightly. And even, when, even then, I need to be ready to turn on a dime to take care of things. To further drive the point, I wrote this email over the course of three days because I kept getting interrupted, which I thought was very cute. In the end, this means that the past 12 months, I have barely been able to focus on the same task for more than an hour. And now I'm starting to think, will I ever be able to get back to normal capacity of tackling a complex task that requires a lot of thinking and long stretches of focus. As an academic researcher, this worries me a little bit. So there is a lot to unpack here. And the two main things are learning to be flexible with everything. And then it's hard to focus on the same task for more than an hour. And I think our brains have definitely been changed. It's been a full year of a totally different lifestyle for all of us. Mm -hmm. And I am really feeling this flexible thing. You really do not know what life will throw you. And that expression, life is what happens to you when you're busy making other plans, has never rung so true for me. Um, I never really thought about that expression very, very often. But um, usually my life kind of ambled along and I followed my nose and nothing was really that crazy. You know, life will throw you a wrench, maybe some lemons, and (laughs) you just have to be on your toes. And I really feel like I have been, you know... I've had to really improvise um, in a lot of ways. And it's a skill that I think they should teach children. You know, I I think back to like my education and I think there's a lot of things that we could have been taught about life, not just a subject matter, but about life and how to kind of roll with it because you just don't know what's going to come your way. And being prepared for like anything that can happen so that we could worry less about uncertainty and we're just kind of built differently. You know, I know a lot of people who are so afraid of change um, They stay in the same job for 20 years to avoid change. They hate it, you know, and I mean, you and Sarah and I have had a lot of change. We move every year, um, you know, knock <laughs> on wood, hopefully we won't move this year. Right. I know. I know. I'm like, two years. Look at me. I know. Wow. <laughs> Such progress. But, you know, I, I remember, I don't know, back in the day, people used to ask, "What do you have like a five-year plan, like a 10-year plan? Like, what do you want to do with the rest of your life? And that is so out the window. I feel like you can kind of make rough plans, but it's very difficult. To do that now, it's you know, and then so the other piece, which um, is also equally important, is this hard to focus thing, and I relate to this so much, and I I've, I'm still struggling with the fact that the internet has kind of ruined my voracious reading. You know, I used to kick it and read a book like in one sitting, and I miss that so much, getting lost in story. I still am upset about it, <laughs> and then the pandemic comes along. And um, it's now worse. Uh, I think that my focus has gotten worse. I ha- have a hard time getting through an entire book. I'll read pieces of it and then I'll kind of lose interest. And, but mm-hmm. I do think over time you're going to get your focus back. Jean-Francois, I love your name, by the way. And uh, I really do. I believe that we are very adaptable. Everything just takes time. And at the end of his email, he says, on a lighter note, I was pleasantly surprised when Heather used the expression pied-à-terre when talking about New Mexico. I didn't know this was an expression that made it over to English and it was cool to hear it. Keep up the great work and have such a good day. So yes, pied-a-terre. I use it and I'm not sure that it applies to every place in the world, but I feel like it's kind of been Americanized. I think a lot of people know what it means. Don't you think, Sarah? Uh,
1: yeah, I think. I mean, I <laughs> I always think of it as like when I get rich. I'll, I'll have a pied-a-terre. pied-a-terre. Yeah, and, it's and so fancy. <laughs> and you know, that kind of thing. But yeah, it, it's like a, a, a little second place yeah. that you go and yeah, you, you, uh, you know, have your art. Yeah. You even if a shack
0: in the desert, you know, it'd be, that'd be like my ideal scenario is like, I've got like my main house up here in the wet, you know, woods on the There's, ocean. Yeah. And then I've got There's like a shack there. or a pied-a-terre in, you know, Joshua
1: tree or Palm Springs. There you, there you go. No, I, I, I think most, yeah, most people, I don't know. You might be like, that's oh, the first I heard of it. And I didn't know yeah, what let it us meant know. last week. So now, you know,
0: <laughs> I had have such a good day.com. Let us know.
1: Yeah. You know, speaking of letting us know, we love feedback. Um, and please keep it coming. If anything we talk about in the show strikes a chord, please let us know. It's, it's always just fun. Whether you are a patron and you message us on Patreon, uh, which people do, or you want to just send an email and, you know, you, we don't even have to talk about it on the show if you don't want us to. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, totally up to you. It's just really nice to hear who's out there and what is resonating. So, thanks in advance. Speaking of Patreon, <laughs> patreon.com/slash/have such a good day is where you can find out more about becoming a patron. We are a homegrown operation here, my <laughs> friends, and we want to grow our army as much as possible. I mean, it's a it's a it's a small but it's a proud army. Oh yes. Yes, and uh, it is the way that we we allow you to have the show without ads. For example, I mean there is an ad supported version of the show. You don't have to you don't have to pay anything in order to be part of the team. You just have to listen to the British guy uh, uh, off the top of the show. But that's okay. <laughs> I can change that by the way. No, like I like it. Study. I like it. I I kind of like it too. I was like I was like you don't hear a guy's voice on the show. Like why not? I love Give it. The it's a good the choice. Give a little love. But uh, if you're a patron, you're probably like, "What are they talking about?" <laughs> but uh, but yes, it is it is our bread and butter. We really really appreciate it, and we want very very much uh, to get to what are we at like 104 patrons right something now, something like that, something like that. I mean, let's go for 200, right? We don't have to get crazy, everybody. Let's just, I think we can get there. Oh yeah, I, definitely I, easily, and uh, and it'll be it'll it'll be.
0: Lovely. Join our little crew. We'd love to have you.
1: Heather and I. We thank you in advance. Uh, um, Also, oh, in our Discord, which is available to anybody who's a patron at the $5 and up level, we are talking about stuff all the time. And we love our Discord fam. Yeah, it's been really fun. And if you if you're a lurker or a chatter, you can be, you can be be either
0: depending on the day.
1: You can be both. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or
0: other. I I vacillate. (laughs) I'm definitely sometimes a lurker. And you know, it's funny. I I was going to mention that there's some people I've gotten grown really attached to like Buchanan has been with us for a long time. And oh gosh, I, I love that lovely patron of ours. And, um, I also really miss, I was thinking the other day of, of Long Welsh. Remember Long Welsh? And he's usually uh-huh. very chatty and I haven't heard from him in a while. And I'm kind of worried. I'm like, is he okay? Uh-huh. He's, he lives in Wales and we've we, he's been with us for a long time. And I'm just like, God, I feel like I need to reach out and you know see if everything's going okay Make
1: over sure there. Make sure everything's good. Well, okay. So we get very attached to you. Know that in van. <laughs> uh, we will look you up and ask you if you're fine, if you go dark, but it's only because we care. <laughs> um follow us on instagram and twitter by the way hsgd show is the handle in both places we try to be as lively as we can in both places and you know certainly you get updates about new uh episode releases and that kind of stuff we also welcomed our newest patron gabrielle last week and we actually heard back from from gabby who goes by gabby so hi gabby
0: hi and, gabby and uh,
1: and Gabby said, "I've been listening to Sarah for years when she was on the Twitter network to DTNS, which I listen to every day. Thank you, Gabby. So good to have you. And she said something so nice. I love your voice, Sarah. It is very soothing. <laughs> and like, has anyone I, ever told you that? I have been told I remember I worked with a like an audio engineer once who was like he he gave me the best compliment. He was like, When did you kind of know you had a radio voice? Mm-hmm. And I was like, i don't think i do i think i have a disgusting voice <laughs> that would shatter like any mirror you know like like i can't stand the sound of myself mm-hmm. but it's the only voice that i have so gabby not to you know go on and on about it but like super nice to hear that it, you know it's i i can only you know talk the one way i mean i can, I can get loud and shrill if you want me to but... i
0: get pretty harsh on my voice too i, I think it's pretty common to like yeah not like your own yeah
1: voice. i mean i I there are voices out there for, for sure. Like, I mean, and again, like someone saying like you have a nice radio voice is like, that's very kind. Mm-hmm. Some people really do have one. My yeah. dad had one. Mm-hmm. He had this very deep baritone kind of he just it was like his voice made if you didn't cause he wasn't like a huge man yeah. or anything. But if you heard his voice without seeing him, you would think he was a big person. Mm, interesting. He just it it was just. I loved his voice. In fact, like you could – I remember being with a boyfriend once and in the house I lived in at the time, there was like upstairs, downstairs, and the the walls weren't very thick. Mm -hmm. So like if my parents were talking upstairs, you could hear them kind of well, Mm -hmm. like underneath. And my dad was talking or whatever. My boyfriend's like – he has such a great voice. Wow! <laughs> I was like, he does. I know. I, yeah. Like, I. Do I you like have that anything voice. that's recorded, like his oh, voice recorded? Stuff. Oh yeah, I want to yeah, hear it someday. We, we've been doing. We've be, we were doing that, you know, from back in the day. Anyway, I digress. But thanks, Gabby. She also says, by the way, and this is interesting information for you, Heather. Hmm. Um, that. uh, she lives in Humboldt County as well, Humboldt County, California, y'all. Um, so she is in your neck of the woods, Woo! and listen, you know, not trying to, you know, press or push, but I think like you, you could be like such a fun like coffee meetup.
0: Oh my god, that'd be so much fun, and I'm sure that you know, I I, I want to hear her story because you know, she did say that she was lived in LA. She's lived in the Bay area. And I'm like, wow, that's kind of what I did too. And I'm, I'm so fascinated by the little town that she lives in. Um, I've been wanting to go there. I hear there's not much there, but I hear it's very beautiful. Um, So, and Gabby, just so you know, I live in a little town called Trinidad. Um, It's, it's north of where you are. And it's also a little gem. It's very beautiful. I'm sure you've been here but I love knowing that you're here. It makes me feel a lot more comfortable. I don't define myself by my zip code or my county, but like, I don't know. Humboldt has a weird connotation maybe because of like the marijuana thing and that really scary like Netflix show, but there's so many great things. And I feel like it's, you know, it's, it's hard to explain. You have to like be here for a while. It's like anything you have to explore and find all the good stuff to be like, this place is actually pretty cool, you know, and it's easy to generalize.
1: I feel the same way about where I live now. I mean, it's it's where I grew up, mm-hmm. even though it has changed. So it's not just like, oh, I'm like, it's same old same. I'm back there again. A lot of things are different and I'm obviously a lot older and I've been a lot of places in between, but there is, there is a feeling of like, even the stuff I don't like that much, mm-hmm. I feel a sense of pride and ownership of. Yeah. And that takes a little bit of time. It does. Everything takes time. And I always kind of had that, mm-hmm. you know. I remember even, you know, wanting to like, you know, graduate high school and like go to college and move mm-hmm. and go somewhere and yeah, and travel and all that stuff. There is there is a there's a certain amount of like grit yeah. that I I really I I feel is like mine, you know. It's like you know, it's kind of kind of weird sometimes, but it's mine. No, and I like. You, it, I, I like know? that you
0: like that. You always talked about like the specific grittiness in Venice, you know, in Los Angeles and on, in East LA, and I appreciate that too. I mean, not too much grit, but just a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, there's plenty of grit around here, but but they are also beautiful dogwood trees. Oh, beautiful dogwood trees. Well, Sarah,
0: we've really yacked up a storm today, haven't we? We
1: really have. Um, and it's been, it's it's been, been a lot of fun. Wanted to really quickly shout out Brandon, uh, who sent us a really nice Patreon message and said that me wearing my Fitbit more recently and kind of getting back into my stats was inspiring to him. And Brandon, I hope you have like a super great hike today. And thanks so much for letting us know. That's that's great. Like, that gave me all the warm fuzzies. Again, nature. I mean, come on.
0: If you guys are really ha- not having such a good day, just go for a hike. Go hug a yeah. dogwood, you know.
1: If you- <laughs> <laughs> even if you don't, like, I want to look it up online. Like, so cool.
0: Oh, they are. But, um, they're so interesting.
1: Even if, even if you live in a concrete jungle, you know, there are beautiful things. actually really mess like... Seen more like street wheels. I know, you know things, things that you get in a city. Um, lots of lots of things like that. We don't have too many of those around here, but there are, there are a few uh, here and there. But no matter where you are, we would love to hear about your like fun stroll.
0: Yes, we would.
1: Please. So that's your homework. Contact us any way you feel like yeah until then we're gonna wrap this puppy up well we are uh, i'll I'll, uh i'll still be sarah next week
0: oh i will definitely be heather
1: (laughs) and we hope you have such a good day Bye bye